0: Uh, hi. Um, yeah, I think it's, a, it's, it's pretty interesting to to have the problem of talking about reality, what is real in uh, 15 minutes. So I'm going to try to kind of do that. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm not going to talk about fake news or whether we live in a simulation, you know, because that's, you know, we can pass uh, the night when we're drinking beers talking about that, but I'm actually going to talk more about things and Fake things, real things, fictional things. That's, because that's pretty much what I do. Um, actually, one of these is my favorite objects. Uh, one of them is a copy. Uh, it's up to you to decide which one. Uh, but you know, anyway, uh, so I, I think it's interesting to talk about fiction, and it, especially nowadays, because I come from a country that is kind of truly embraced this kind of post-true nature of today. Uh, we actually invented the the concept of flexible obligation for vaccines. Um, So, it's yeah, it's kind of like, uh, you know, we used to be cool, but uh, not that much anymore. Uh, So, anyway, I'm still kind of hopeful about the future. Somehow, uh, I'm really interested to look at the future more as how does the future becomes real? So how do things transition from becoming technological dreams or things that really you know, people hope for into reality? Uh, I'm also very excited about looking at how certain things are extremely stubborn throughout history, like how many times do we need to like, you know, want to have self-driving cars or smart fridges, and still, they didn't really come, and maybe that's, that's better. Um, but actually, I'm more interested in, in, in designers that never really made things, or kind of people that had visions that were kind of weird. Uh, in the 60s, in Italy, we had a lot, a lot of these people. This is actually Haus Rucker from Austria. And, and I think these are actually cooler visions of the future. You know, they're kind of weird, ironic. And that's kind of also what I, what I hope uh, to build. So I, I kind of like to look at how the future uh, leaks into the present. So it's kind of like how things exist, uh, maybe future things that exist in reality, and how like this reality manifests and the future manifests in, in, in different parts of the world. And so what I what I do is I kind of call them real fictional things because they are objects that are kind of you know the simple objects of the future, and I kind of tr- trying to build them for real. I mean I I didn't do a whole. Um, process like Uber, but I, I also try to get very, very nasty comments online from people that they kind of insult me, or why the fuck do you build this? Uh, and I think that's kind of the nice thing, is like, you know, getting on li- online hate is actually a very nice uh, thing for whoever does the fictional products. Um, <laughs> but I also, you know, try to build them for real, so that actually people can try them and figure out whether this is kind of a future that they want to live in. Uh, and I'm also really, really interested in the, the kind of the extras of the future, like all the people that are sitting on the side, you know, the kind of bored people about the, you know, there's going to be real future people with real future problems that will be really fucking bored about real future things. And, and I think that's kind of the people that I really like to think about, you know, street cleaners of the smart city or whoever else. Um, and, and I also really like the details of the future. Like, I think this is one of the best piece of fiction for me, which is like the... The toilet description, a zero gravity toilet description in 2001 Space Odyssey, which I think is the best piece of sci fi ever made, because someone actually passed the time in writing the whole 10 steps of how to shit in zero gravity. Um, (laughs) I mean, it's it's amazing. So, anyway, so I'm part of a a collective called Automato Farm, where we basically build try to figure out how to build this kind of fictional things to talk about the future. And, and as I said, I'm now, I'm figuring, I don't know, also, the Lisa Mosconi, somehow Italians end up doing food. I don't know why. I mean, it's kind of like, uh, so, yeah, happens. Um, but I actually live in China, uh, in Shanghai in particular, which I think is one of the most interesting places to think about the future, and especially to think about this kind of weird dichotomy of, like, real, fake, present, future... Fact and fiction. Uh, this is a fake. St- well, actually, it's a new store. It's like a fake brand, fake store in a new development to try to att- attract people to get into that building. Uh, and it's actually a, f- a fake supermarket. Uh, and sometimes people actually sit there to eat, which is kind of very weird. Um, recently, like um, <laughs> a sci-fi writer in China actually decided that you know fiction is not anymore. Uh, I mean, they cannot write any more sci-fi, so they need a new genre that they call ultra-unreal to kind of talk about how, you know, modern China is even more fictional than fiction itself. Uh, But I'm not interested in, you know, like crazy things like flying cars and all that stuff. I'm, I'm interested in this type of thing, like the the, the, the stuff that will fill the future, you know, like the mundane objects, the plastic things that, you know, they're going to be in Malmo supermarkets in 2020, which are anyway coming probably from this type of shops uh, in, in places like EU or Shenzhen. Uh, and, and I think it's interesting because a lot of people talk about fakes and talk about, you know, oh my God, they're, you know, fake objects. But actually, uh, there is this concept of Shanzai, which is kind of copies of things that are actually better than the real ones. This is a miniaturized semi-Nokia phone with double SIM card and everlasting battery. It's amazing. Uh, You know, and it's like five euros. Uh, This is actually, you know, some stuff is just too fucking good to be real. Like, this is is my favorite all-time recent uh, discovery. It's like, so it's a... (laughs) I, I mean, I don't know, what, what is it? What, what do you guys think? Uh, yeah, so I mean, I mean I'm going to tell you. So it's a bottle-shaped umbrella selfie stick with a Bluetooth bracelet to make pictures. And I mean, it, you know, it's, it's kind of a, a product made of byproducts. It, it's amazing. You know, I, I, I challenge myself being that creative. I mean, who the fuck can think about that? But, but but more than that, actually, there is this, which is like, they fucking revolutionize selfies and, and tripods. So if you flip around the umbrella, it becomes a tripod. Yeah, yeah, think about that, creative people. So... So actually, you know, there is really interesting. I've been, I lost myself into studying, like, the sneaker market in China. And, you know, real and fake, the actual words are not enough anymore. You know, people have seven degrees of what is fake. There is, like, A-class, regular, great. Anyway, it's, it's great. And, you know, with different prices, they come from different places. And people are even, like, fighting, you know, what, which one is the best fake. Is it from Putian or from Dongguan? You know, who knows? Anyway... Um, my recent discovery is actually this, which is like this new genre of uh, videos that come from the, the, the world of e-commerce, which is basically videos created by people to show you that things are actually real. And so they, they try to figure out very different ways for you, to, you know, to show that it's like real good quality products. And there is, you know, is thousands of hours of these that you can watch online, and, and it's great. But anyway. So, said that, I think uh, I'm going to show a couple of ways in which like, I try to bend this concept of fiction and, and reality through, through kind of products, because at the end, I'm a, I'm a product designer, so I kind of have to do stuff. I can not re- only like, buy shit online. So, um, a lot of the things that I do is really like, looking at using real things, like very, very simple things, to talk about the future. Um, and, and I'm really, really fixated with simple stuff, you know, like toaster plugs and, and, and roomba. I, I, I really love Roombas. But so throughout the years, I, I've done a bunch of things, like I, I, I really tortured objects, like I make them connected. Uh, these were like, it was a service of toasters that they, you know, they, they were very happy before, but then I connected them, and they started to feel peer pressure, and then they start to, you know, bitch online on Twitter, and... And then, you know, they sell themselves. So I was doing this type of things. Then I I also somehow build fans that give jobs to mechanical Turks. So when they don't know what to do, they actually just give a job online. And then people can decide, you know, whether you want to have a person of, you know, specific religion, uh, you know, education degree to to, to control your fan. Uh, You know, you might ask why, but, you know, who knows? Um, (laughs) You know, this kind of the future might be like that, you know. So actually recently we we talked in this actually yesterday we talked a lot about technological biases and, 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 and I'm gonna just show a project that is kind of talking about that. And uh, you know we have this kind of problem of you know we, we believe in technology being objective and, and you know that's kind of a problem because you know when when a you know self driving car hits you that kind of hurts. And and so so we tried you know being in China and being you know doing products, I think it was really interesting to you know what if actually biases can be a feature rather than a problem. So what what if we create transparently biased products? So actually the fact that an object might be, you know, sustainable, racist or whatever is actually something that I I buy into. And so, you know, we, we created these kind of three power plugs, uh, multiplex that are uh, somehow representing, you know, three different believing political system and we went all the way to, you know, engineer the the, 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 the electrical system to kind of represent different political systems and you know so one is has an election system one is you know it's model T you can figure out what it stands for anyway um, they actually worked which is kind of freaky uh, so this is just like a quick example of uh, of one of them You also need the cool music or else. Oh, it's extremely zoomed in. Anyway, um, so anyway, so I, we, we actually, you know, design all the, the safe instructions and everything. And, and even at the code level, almost each of them had almost like a constitution. So we ended up writing constitution for plugs. Um, that's what you end up doing when you do like uh, these type of projects. Um, so recently, as I said, you know, I kind of been looking a little bit more into the food and into actually trying to talk about future through more, um, let's say, invasive thing than actual products. Um, and together with a sensory designer and a chef, we actually try to look at the, the, the world of processed food, and, and it's also really, really ugly. Uh, so I don't, Actually, don't study, don't research anything about food industry. It's horrible. Uh, you know, there are cheese that have no cheese in it that are considered cheese. There is this thing called pink slime, which is fucking insane. Uh, so I, I even try, I try to map, you know, degrees of realness of chi- chickenness, fishness, and figuring out what is like, you know, wh- where is real fish ending and where is real chicken ending. Um, And and we kind of did a study, and, you know, when you don't know what to do, you normally do a two-by-two, which is very cool. Uh, But anyway, we looked at, you know, how, you know, for instance, there is simulation of food, there is processed food, there is completely fake foods. Um, And and what's interesting is that we did a couple of workshops with people where we asked them, you know, all of these, what is the real food for you? And it turns out that, especially in China, like, chicken breast is a very, very complicated life. (laughs) Uh, it's really like no one is really certain whether it's food or not, uh, which is pretty cool. So we, we, we decided to be like some, some sort of, you know, uh, processed food that comes from a very different logic. So they are fake foods, but they are not really done for like economical purposes, like saving money or destroying the planet. But they're actually done for ways, for, you know, for people to try something new. So we, we did this kind of almost chicken fits that are things shaped like chicken feet, and even when you're inside, there is, like, a fake bone. So, yes, this kind of weird, weird feeling. But, you know, chicken feet, I, I don't eat them, but, you know, maybe maybe it's going to be more sustainable. Who knows if we eat them? Um, we also try to make silkworm caviar to make, like, very expensive, you know... So, basically, instead of eating insects for cheap, you're going to eat them because they're really expensive. And, actually, my very favorite one is this non-fish bone, bone-in fish, which is basically a fake bone for most of us white people to figure out how to eat bones with fish, which is apparently a gigantic problem in society. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, so we we even sold these and we did, I'm probably gonna ask Uba if we can put them on TripAdvisor, but we'll see. Maybe the shed wants to have them. (laughs) Um, So another, actually this is the the, the last project I wanna talk about, which is also something about even a more immersive way of kind of changing uh, or kind of playing with reality. Uh, And, you know, I'm not going to talk really, I mean, it's about VR, but it's not really about VR. It's about uh, figuring out whether we can use this kind of fictional or virtual reality to actually look at reality in different ways. Um, And so, as I I do, I I kind of, we were thinking whether, you know, what what is this like to be a very, very stupid thing, like a fan? You know, what do you do? What can you do? (laughs) You know, you can probably blow paper. Um, And so, can we create an entire experience about this? And so we actually, you know, one of my secret dreams was like to put a Roomba in the head of someone, and, uh, and that's kind of what we did. So, so we created this uh, <laughs> this installation, this uh, kind of VR experience, which is called Objective Reality, where you can become a Roomba or a fan or a plug in a smart home. Uh, we even convinced Bruce Sterling to write stories that basically would would. would talk about the point of view of these objects. And you can actually even download it on... If you have an Android phone, you can download the app and become a Roomba. But here is a snippet. Oh. I am a vacuum cleaner. They say that I suck up dirt from the floor. That is true. But I clean, and therefore I am. I make an encyclopedia of the debris of life, a room like this one, this <laughs> modern room in a modern home, this is an endless trap into which factories vomit their products, products which must be consumed. We are industrial products. We wear out. We die in here. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's, that's actually Bruce turning in his Roomba self, which is pretty amazing. So anyway, so we, we're actually touring with this installation. We're trying to tour around the world to get other people to really, really enjoy being a Roomba. This is an example of, I think, you know, it, it's weird. People really like to be things. Uh, like, <laughs> like, I don't know. And, and it's funny when you observe them, you know, for instance, some people really like to clean uh, some people really like to make a mess and, and someone just has some weird fucking ideas of like re rechallenging repositioning everything so anyway it's kind of funny actually this is kind of the point i'm trying to make at the end at the end because I think it's really interesting, I and mean, re- I really enjoy being here and, and, you know, talking to you guys, and because you kind of, underst- kind of understand what I do, I hope, but, but I think, um, and also, you know, some of these things is going into museums and into exhibition, and I'm really happy, but, but I think there is a bit of a problem with this, because it's kind of like, you know, I, I really like to bring these futures in the world, like bringing fictions that are not deceiving, and maybe kind of using, like, uh, products and simple things as a way to also talk about future stuff. Uh, and futures that are actually more hopeful, and I think there are a lot of people doing this. So there is people like working with government, you know, now to, and, and I really like this quote from the Dubai Future Foundation: "Head, it's like you know, you can actually go from speculation to policy in nine months. So basically, looking at using futures to you know change nations, uh, even if weird ones. Uh, and, and you know, there are people like the Extrapolation Factory trying to you know make everyone uh, you know be able to actually create futures." Or, or the pioneers of design fiction, which are in the near-future laboratory, that are um, you know, kind of working with companies like IKEA or Amazon to figure out whether they, you know, they can actually be, think about things before they build them. Uh, and I think maybe this is the problem. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying a weird experiment, which is basically I'm trying to work with... Uh, I'm trying to convince a VC to open like a fictional company and kind of giving me the money to do things that are not this shit. Uh, this is an insult. Uh, this is a co- robotic, co- robotic coffee machine, which I find extremely insulting as an Italian person. <laughs> uh, anyway, so just to conclude, I think uh, I was. This is like near my house in Shanghai, and and I think it's it's quite. It's kind of a weird thing, because it's, it, it, this is a bit more the reality I think that, that we will have in the future, which is kind of a weird mix of, you know, I don't really know when or where this is, you know, it's, it's a mix of East, West, future, present, and we're gonna have more and more of this, we're gonna have more like, you know, mixes of virtual, real, human, non-human, and I think we just need to get used to this, we need to get used to the fact that, you know, things are gonna get weirder. And, uh, and anyway, because, you know, a lot of things <laughs> Happening around us are already kind of approximately real things. Thank you.